0: Make Everyday Things as Teachable FQ Moments Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rosefres Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Yeah, hey, I am now a grandmother. Grammys, how I want to be called. If you follow me on my socials, you must have seen my posts of my precious granddaughter, Amelia Isabel, the daughter of my second son, Enrique, and daughter-in-law, Samantha. Amelia is the first grandchild on both sides and so both families are very excited. This made me go through the baby albums of my three sons and, consequently, The exercise brought me wonderful memories of the 1990s when I was just a young mother raising three boys together with my husband, Marvin. For this week's podcast, I wish to share with you how we brought them up. Marty, Enrique, and Anton. And specifically, of course, on the financial aspect. Because FQ is a value system, it is really in the everyday things that we should use as teachable moments to raise them to develop this essential 21st century skill FQ financial quotient. So it was kayo. Number 1 doing the groceries when the boys were young they loved coming with me to the grocery you know unlike a lot of moms a lot of even dads no i'm not very fond of doing the groceries and so it was only once a month Totoyan, once a month ko grocery ngayon nga halos hindi na ko na lang. anyway having the boys join me during this um, events no it added spice naman to this rather mundane activity, but it also added challenge. Our grocery bill would be higher because of the items those little hands would add and which were not in my original list. To make this challenge more manageable, I tried to gamify it. When they started to learn how to read the price tags, I sometimes challenged them to pick things for their snacks given a certain budget on top of that we had guessing games on the total bill when we reached the cashier two when buying a toy so going to a big toy store yung mga toy kingdom it was really a delight not only for the boys but also for me I also enjoyed looking at all the new items toy makers came up with. Ah, eh, kasi syempre, I would remember, ay nung bata kami walang mga ganito ah. And because of the awe not just by the children but also experienced by the mom inside a toy store, it was important for me to set parameters before entering the store. Tada! On occasions when we're just supposed to buy a gift for someone, I would announce, Boys, today we will just buy a toy for your friend whose birthday is coming, okay? This usually worked, but sometimes it was even the mom, that's me, who would get excited over an educational toy and I'd sometimes say, oh my gosh, this is so neat, let's go get it and you guys will learn something from it. <laughs> so, sometimes pala ako yung kailangan turuan. Anyway, in cases naman where the the toy that they'd like to buy was too expensive, Marvin and I never said this, We don't have money for that. ang usong-uso? Ay nako anak, wala tayong pera niyan. Why didn't we use that reason? Because even if this is the easiest way to end the discussion, It's a lazy way to instill wise spending habits in your children. You know, this is a teachable moment for opportunity cost. (laughs) If you remember your basic economics, opportunity cost is what you have to give up to buy what you want. Of course, I never used naman that geeky economic term na opportunity cost to them, but explained it in age-appropriate and relevant at the moment manner. So, paano yun? don't you think this is too expensive? With one of this, you can already buy three different toys that will give you three different activities. So, yung parang ganon. We were careful about the reason we gave them for not buying a toy that they wanted because we didn't want them to grow up thinking that it was always the having or not having the money that determines the purchase of something. Diba? Kasi pag ganyan, they might grow up to be, alam mo yung mga, mga anong tawag nila, um, old men with big toys, yung masyadong bili nang bili kasi Parang kinalakhan niya na, ay, kaya hindi ko to nabibili dahil wala akong pera. Not because he was opting not to buy it. We wanted the boys to have the control in deciding their purchases early on. Okay? So, I hope you get that. Another way um, is giving a budget. This is another way to teach them resource allocation. Alright, so now let's go to another ordinary activity, which is eating out. That's number three. We love to eat out. We try new things together, and we also have our usual go-to restaurants. One of the things that we still do until now is to have a guessing game on the food bill. So sometimes na pa rin having gawin tong game na to. So parang at the end of the meal, oh, how much do you think pag yung, when somebody asked already for the, for the check, for the bill. Early on, also, the boys learned that not ordering drinks when eating in a restaurant and just having water cuts the food bill significantly. Oh, malaki to ha, mga 20-30% Without, so they, it cuts the food bill without sacrificing their fill. Everybody's fill. Busog pa rin kami and this is not only good for the pocket but also very good for everyone's health as all the options naman on the menu are just sugary drinks now let's go to number four utility bills we showed them electricity water telephone and other utility bills once we started doing this, you know what happened? They became more conscious in turning off the faucets and other appliances not in use. Moreover, they also started learning how more or less, ano, but they had an idea how much it was to run a household. Let's now go to number five, games to play. There was a time that the boys loved playing board games like Monopoly, Millionaires, and these are literally money lessons gamified. These days, there are more games that simulate business and economic activities that are available in the market. So check them out and see what is suitable for your children. Number six, telephone load. The boys received their first cell phones from us as gift. Sometimes you during their fifth grade, but we never gave them post paid lines and we also made them pay for their own prepaid loads. Alamo this turned out to be one of the best ways we taught them how to budget. They came up with their own cost benefit analyses in choosing which was the best load option. Only text bayan, only call, etc. Number seven, enrollment time. When they reached mga higher grades, no, I asked them to go through the motions of enrolling themselves. They would see all the cost components of going to school, from tuition to library fees to textbooks, uniforms, and other materials. But I was with them to either issue the check or sign forms. But this exercise made them observe inflation. Inflation. And most of all, it made them appreciate the privilege of going to their schools without having to worry where the money would come from. In college, they were on their own. Oh, well, they were on their own in the registration process, not the spending. This also made them appreciate the privilege of going to college without incurring student loans. Diba, laking bagay noon Sometimes, these privileges are not very salient or obvious to our children and parents may end up presenting their seemingly ungratefulness. So simple exercises like this one can make our children more aware of the costs of their education without the nagging comments from parents such as, kaya kami nag-iirap magtrabaho ay para makapag-aral ka lang, mga This will make them value their education more without unnecessary drama. Let's come to the final one, dinner conversations. My favorite activity in the world is having dinner or lunch conversations with the boys. If there's only one prescription that I can give to have a good family life, it is to have regular meals and conversations with your family members. It is in the regularity and openness of these conversations that you will get to know each other's daily triumphs and struggles, life aspirations, etc. Include discussions about money, saving, investing, but of course, Make sure that you do it in a pleasant way to avoid indigestion. Share with them how you went through financial struggles, the criteria you use in giving yourself a treat, and many more. These are just some of the ways that we can turn everyday and regular activities into teachable moments. So let's say them once again. Doing the grocery, that's one, two, Buying a toy, three; eating out, four; utility bills, five; games to play, six; cell phone load, seven; during enrollment, eight; dinner conversations. I know there are more that you can add to this list. And I do hope that you could reflect on how you spend your typical day with your children, your happy bonding time, and see how you can incorporate your own teachable moments in them so that you can raise them to have a very high FQ, so to speak, this very essential 21st century skill. So I'm ending this podcast with that hope for you. And I do invite you, if you'd like to learn more about Financial Quotient, to subscribe to FQMom.com. I hope that you're already following me on my socials. That's FQMom on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And I hope that you're following this podcast already. Get your copy of any or all of the FQ books. Just head on to FQMom.com and click Books. Nakapag-FQ test ka na ba? Kung hindi pa, please just head on and click FQ test. To those who are artists or if you know anyone who is a Filipina artist, the Sinning Filipina, the first all-female national art competition in the Philippines, has extended its deadline to February 5, 2024. Go to the IG page of Zonta. Macatian Environs for the details. And I hope to see you again on our next podcast episode. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto wishing you all a high FQ.